On today's episode of Hot Takes with Jack, I'm going to go over week six of the NFL season, go in depth of the Bears' first Dolphins game, go over the MLB playoffs, and Chris Tucker comes on the podcast to go over NBA West preview. Lastly, I'll answer the audience hot takes. You can get involved in this next podcast by following us on Instagram at Hot Takes Jack and looking at our stories uh, question sticker and downloading the Anchor app free on Android or iOS. And go to my Anchor account. On the top right, you'll see a button called Send a Voice Message. Tap that button to hit the record button at the bottom of the screen to ask me topics you want to talk in the podcast. Okay, let's start the show. Welcome to Hot Takes with Jack. Today is Monday, October 15, 2018, and Walt Anderson called another flag on the Bears. The Bears lost to the Dolphins 31-28 to in overtime. The Bears were up 21-13 to when Burton had a pass interference call and questionable call, whatever. Uh, but the next play, Trubisky threw it in uh, triple coverage in the end zone. And the uh, next play after that, the Dolphins scored a touchdown. So it was a 14-point swing. That definitely cost us... I mean, you can say it cost us the game, but I feel like it, it was one of the reasons how it cost us the game. Um, so pretty much then after that, both teams scored a touchdown uh, to, you know, to increase their lead and then uh, went overtime. So in overtime, uh, the Dolphins marched down to the one-yard line and uh, fumbled the ball. He fumbled the ball on the one-yard line. Bears recovered, then they, they went down uh, to kick the 53-yard field goal, missed it. And then uh, Dolphins got it back. They drove down, drove the ball down the field. They got a field goal, end up winning the game, uh, thirty-one to twenty-eight. A lot of questionable calls. There were no holding penalties, so that was kind of weird. Just seeing like Mack and Holt held every single, every single um, play. It was kind of tough to watch, but uh, you know, there's always next week. So can't blame the game on the refs. So yeah, with the rest of the NFL, the Buck. The Falcons beat the Bucks 34 to 29. Chargers beat the Browns 28 to 14. Jets beat the Colts 42 to 34. Redskins beat the Panthers 23-17. Vikings beat the Cards 27 to 17. Texans beat the Bills on a pick by Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman says, "I got this coach, you know, going to win the game and up throw two two interceptions." This dude just Literally cannot buy a break. I don't know why he's a quarterback in NFL. Like, they should honestly get rid of him. But uh, that's here, no there. And then uh, Rams beat the Broncos 23-20 in the Snow Bowl in Denver. It was snowing. First snow of 2018 uh, for football. And there was no snow on the field, so that was kind of sad. But uh, sad to watch. But uh, what are you going to do? So Rams beat them. They move up to 6-0. and the Cowboys demolished the Jags 40-7, to seven. man. The, the Cowboys are probably one of the most interesting teams, and they could be really, really good or really, really bad. I mean, the Jags are pretty pretty good defense, just destroyed them. So uh, I don't know if that's Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott in the offense or what. So we'll see. And then uh, Pat, Patriots beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs now lost their first game 
uh pitchers won 43-40 i mean tom brady he's a goat just drove down the field two minutes left just made him look just picked him apart pretty much just showed him the reason why tom brady was the goat so yeah that was pretty much week six nfl season uh crazy crazy week a lot of upsets um but uh yeah look forward to week seven the MLB playoffs are now moving into the NLCS and ALCS, with the NLCS being the Dodgers and the Brewers, and the ALCS being the Red Sox and the Astros. Okay, we're going to first start with the NLCS. So the Dodgers and Brewers, so he was tied at 1-1. One one. So Kershaw was down himself in game one of the NLCS, bottom third, giving up a home run to the pitcher, Brandon Woodruff. Then on the bases and having one score, and then in the bottom of third, three runs scored. Um, the di- you know, difference between Rios and Kershaw and Posey and Kershaw is crazy. I mean, even 2016, Cubs just, just killed him. Game six on LCS. Um, just just different different beast when he's difference between uh, postseason and regular season. So, yeah, so the Dodgers had a little comeback of their own. We saw it at the Lantern. They almost, they almost, uh, they almost hit a home run to uh, tie the game. But... Uh, they shut the door, so the Brewers did one six to five. Uh, that was this game was the Brewers' twelfth straight game uh, winning, dating back to September twenty second. And then on Saturday, the Dodgers won four to three, so the Brewers were uh, on the board first with a home run. And then in the bottom of six, the game was three nothing Brewers. And then top seven, some uh, offensive explosion by the Dodgers. They came back scoring uh, two runs. Uh, and then top eight, Justin Turner hit a home run to uh, make the game, make them go ahead, four to three, and uh, pretty much just won them the won the game. So the Dodgers won the game, uh, and now the series is tied. And this was uh, their first loss dating back to September twenty second. So they had a twelve game winning streak, and that was snapped. So uh, game three is in uh, Los Angeles, and it'll be today. So moving to the uh, ALCS with the Astros and Red Sox. So the Astros uh, won game one. Astros won 7-2 versus Red Sox. The two aces, Chris Sale and Verlander. Uh, top two Astros scored two runs. And in the bottom of the fifth, Red Sox tied the game at two. So 3-2 count with the bases loaded. This is what I said in my introductions with controversial calls. This is definitely a controversial call, bases loaded. And uh, the ball was definitely outside. On the TV, it was outside, but they they rug them up. Uh, so uh, um, both, I think the uh, Red Sox coach got kicked out of the game after that controversial call. So uh, this was a this was a big scoring chance for the Red Sox, but they didn't capitalize on it. So uh, then Astros scored one run, top six to make it three two, and then the floodgates came open in the. Top of the nine, scoring one run with one solo home run and then a three-run home run. So that pretty much changed. That contra call changed the flow of the game. So uh, Astros did win 7-2, to make it go one up in the series. And then game two, NLCS, was Sunday. Uh, Red Sox beat the Astros 7-5. to I mean, David Price, you know, for paying all that, how much money was not very good, giving up four runs. But then uh, the Red Sox offense came back. Um, Got two bases loaded doubles, uh, to, you know, score score some runs. So Boston won the game, game two, seven to five, and now the series is one on one, headed to Houston. We 
We now welcome on the podcast, back on the podcast, talk about NBA West, Chris Sacco. Welcome so, welcome back to the podcast again. Thanks for having me back, Jack. I'm ready to walk I mean, We're already 15 episodes in. I think you've been on like almost like a two, like. This is my third appearance. Third appearance, yes, yeah. Yes, sir. That's, I don't, you, some smart people can do the math on that. But, <laughs> no, I'm a yeah. big fan of the pod, so I, I love, it. love to keep coming on and talk some hoops, too. I love it. Okay, so uh, we're going to start uh, NBA West. We did the NBA East last, mm-hmm. uh, last week, so NBA West. We're going to start uh, 15, work our way up to one. Okay. Uh, so f- number 15, I'm doing Sacramento Kings. Yes. Because they're just rebuilding, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so the Kings are pretty weak this year, like you said. They still have Dylan Fox. He's pretty young. Kind of interesting to see how he'll turn out. Yeah. Um, I think, from what I know, he has a pretty bad jump shot. Um, but he could be like a Russell Westbrook as peak and like an Alfred Payton as Valley, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, so he, he, he's a boomer bust type player. They added Marvin Bagley from Duke. Yeah. Um, he's really good. He's a very good player, a good prospect, NBA ready. And they also have, listen to this young core, Buddy Heald, Justin Jackson, Harry Giles from Duke, yeah. and Scalabessio. All young, talented players. Not really the kind of guys you want to build around, though. Just athletic guys. Yeah, yeah. just athletes. Um, <laughs> no one that skilled, except for Buddy Heald. He can shoot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not the most interesting team. Probably the biggest dumpster fight in the league right yeah. now for about 10 That'll years. Very athlete, yeah, <laughs> their, their franchise is going down. So ever since, just... Um, I mean, the Isaiah trade, mm-hmm. whatever that, that whole debacle. Yes. And DeMarcus Cousins. Yep. That was bad. Any good player, they basically went out of town. Yeah. But they have some young players, at least now, um, with Bagley and Fox to build around. So hopefully one of those guys hits and they can get yeah. back on the map, you yeah. know? Yeah, like I said, Bagley should be very interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next, so we go from the second pick to the first pick, Suns. The Suns. <laughs> Suns, yep. yeah. So the Suns added DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Folks overall. Yeah. He's an absolute monster. I think he's going to be legit. He's like a legitimate 7-2, and he wins threes. He can shoot from uh, pick and pop or pick and roll, post up down low. Um, the big three right now is Aiton, Booker, and Josh Jackson, who yeah. was the third pick last year, I think. Um, so if Devin Booker can step up his defense, they'll be a good team. He can score in bunches whenever he wants, but he's just a horrible defender. Josh Jackson is a 3-and-D type player. If he can just get his three-point shot down, kind of guy that every team needs. Yeah. And they also have Tyson Chandler and Dragon Bendo down low. Um, Dragon Bendo was a former lottery pick. If he can, if Dragon Bendo can be just a decent player, that would offer them some like really good front court depth for like a young player. I think that'd be huge for them. But they have three good young players, so they really are starting to come up a little yeah. bit here. Yeah, they're rebuilding, so mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. That. Don't they have a new coach as well? Yeah, they do. Yeah. They fired uh, Earl Watson last year, so they have a new coach um, this year, which will be exciting. He's uh, He was actually uh, Luka Doncic's coach over in Europe. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think didn't they were they were thinking about actually, like, drafting Don- yep. him because, you know, with that uh, – the connection, relation, yeah, relation. yeah, but they didn't, yeah. So. Yeah, but they they got some young talent. I think two or three years from now they should be good. Yeah, um, they I have young, so good players. Like their core is actually pretty yeah. decent. So yeah. it's like the Kings were better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, next team I have is the Grizzlies. Yeah. I mean, I think the Grizzlies are probably when you think of an average NBA team, you think of the Grizzlies. Yeah, they're <laughs> um, they're so boring. I don't know how else to say. Like you yeah. like said, so mediocre. They have Conley and Gasol. Who are both a year old? Yeah, they're, they're getting up to an age. Yeah, yeah, they're just not. They're, they're good, but they're not going to get you a championship. And they yeah. have like Chandler Parsons, so it's just this team is not fun to watch. Yeah. They're not good. They were good in 2012 when they had Zach Randolph and all them, but all those days are gone. So, not much to say about the Grizzlies. It's just not a, probably one of the more 
um, boring teams to watch. They're, they're slow on offense. They yeah. don't run and gun at all. They're just plotting. Just very average. Yeah, like I said, very average. Mm-hmm. Not that fun to watch. Yeah. No. Nothing really to say from that. Not yeah. much to say about the Grizzlies. <laughs> no, they're one of the least interesting teams this yeah. year. Next team I got is the Mavs. Mm-hmm. So they got Luka Dondich. Mm-hmm. Very good international player. Um, I don't know. Like that trade with the Hawks, you know. I don't know if that's going to play out for mm-hmm. them or what, but uh, I don't know. Both teams think, think they got a good a good player. So Yeah, so Donkic is obviously a rookie. He's supposed to be one of the best European prospects we've ever seen in the NBA. Um, they already have Dennis Smith Jr., who had a pretty good offensive season last year. It'll be interesting to see how those two blend together. Um, I believe the – I mean, Dennis Smith is very ball-dominant. He needs yeah. the ball in his hands. It'll be interesting to see if Donkic can play with that without – um, stunting his growth as a player. Um, I never really understood. They added DeAndre Jordan this season. Yeah. I never really understood that, to be completely honest with you. They're not really a contending team. And they also added Harrison Barnes a few years back. Yeah. So like, they're overpaying both those guys to be an average team. Yeah. So I don't get what Mark Cuban... Those probably just big. Yeah, they're yeah. huge. Yeah. They're both yeah. huge. So it's like, I don't know what Mark Cuban is thinking. They're not a contending team, so why would you add these pieces know. to... Um, leadership, maybe. I don't yeah, know. that's the only thing I could think of with DeAndre Jordan. He was pretty bad actually last year, even yeah. as a defender. <laughs> even as a defender, he was weak. So it's like, what is he really offering? Oh, he's just know? rebounds. Mm-hmm. Like, that's about game. it. Like he doesn't shoot. He doesn't really. Yeah, he pass, was actually dunks the ball. Yeah, he was like 15 a game last year, I think. <laughs> rebounds, and he's just yeah. throwing on some dunks. But they have a horrible bench, and they're just they're they're, they're rebuilding, I guess. So yeah. like another Western Conference team that said we can't beat the Warriors, so let's rebuild. Yeah. Sure. All right, next team, very, I don't know, Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. So I got them as 11. Okay. Um, probably could move up, but, I mean, there's just a, it's just a mess, just an absolute mess with Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Like, that whole story that came out last week, just, it's so bad. That, that's why I have them so low. Yeah. Yeah, last week I had said that I had a hot take on Jimmy Butler, and that was before all this crap came out. And my take was going to be that he's a locker room cancer. Yeah. And obviously that came to fruition in the last seven days. Um, Butler was basically run off Chicago when he was sparring with all the young players. Um, even Rachel Rondo called him out um, personally and like, took to Instagram and all that drama. Got shipped to Timber- the Timberwolves, and now he's fighting with Wiggins and Towns. Um, one thing that really bothers me about the Butler situation is that Jimmy's trying to say that it's all about winning, but he's trying to get traded to the Miami Heat and yeah. we're not going to win. Yeah. So he's obviously, his BS meter is very high. Um, I'm not sold on Wiggins. I think he's not that good. No. I think he plays no defense. No. He just jacks up a ton of shots. But Towns is 22, 23, one of the first players to um, to put up what was 25, shooting 50%. And I think 80% from yeah. the free throw line. Like very, like he's very athletic, yeah. He could realistically go yeah. down as one of the best offensive players of our generation. Yeah. So for Jimmy Butler to be complaining about wanting out, just it's because pretty, yeah. he's saying he's a leader, but I think a leader would take those guys under his wing and try to develop them. And just yeah, the leader doesn't cuss out you know, a team and beat them with the third strings. He like, you know, helps improve. Yeah, I think yeah. there's three people that can do that. And that's Jordan, LeBron, and Kobe. (laughs) No one else has, like, the right – because no one else can carry a team like that, you know? And Jimmy Butler just – he's wearing off. And a lot of the teams, they don't even want to trade for him now. So it's a dumpster fire. Thibodeau will probably be gone by after this show, to be honest. sadly, Um, yeah. But it's a good story that turned into a bad story very quickly. That's too bad. Yep. Next team I got is the Clippers. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, like, this team's identity. Like, I don't even know who's on the team pretty much. They traded away everyone. It, that's so. a really good way of putting it. 
um, they have identity, like an identity yeah. issue. They don't know who they are. Hey, who are they? They don't have Chris Paul. They nope. don't have DeAndre Drummond. Blake Griffin got traded all gone. to the Pistons. Yep. I don't even know who they got. <laughs> yeah, they have Pat Beverly at point guard, Lou Williams off the bench. He's like literally the best player. He's a yeah. six man. Tobias <laughs> Harris. Player, six man. That's yeah. pretty sad. Yeah, they had Tobias Harris from Detroit. He's pretty good. He's young. He can score. Yeah. But kind of like you said, there's, they're just like they're a team that went from like that fun show of just Lob City to just... They went from like contending to like n- like average or probably the bottom. Probably below. Yeah, a little yeah. below average. Doc Rivers is still a decent coach. Um he um they got rid of Austin Rivers, which was good to see because I didn't like the whole daddy ball idea yeah. they had though. But yeah, the Clippers went from just a good team to just now not really being relevant yeah. in the West, which yeah. is disappointing. A lot of their success will depend on if Danilo Gallinari can stay healthy. He yeah. was injured last year. But we'll see. We'll see. Not I think their their window, their gap, you know, with the Lakers, mm-hmm. you know, it's gone. For yeah, another it's gone. Yeah. I, I would say honestly, I could see them not being like a legitimate team for like the next 10 years yeah, that's just how the west is that, yeah. yeah that's how the west is with all yeah. these good teams so yeah pretty boring team so it's 10 number nine after mm-hmm. pelicans so i don't know how pretty much from my, in my notes to how well is will anthony davis do like yeah. pretty much it's anthony davis's team yeah i mean most most gms want to build around anthony davis so yeah honestly i think that people don't realize that anthony davis could possibly go down as one of the if not the greatest power forward of all time, one of the best of all time. Yeah. He obviously struggles in the playoffs, but that's more of a product of the league, what it looks like today, than him. Yeah. He's been an absolute animal in the playoffs. Yeah. Last year, he tore it up in the playoffs, destroyed the trailways, always put up a good fight. Um, but they added Julius Randle, and I love that addition. He's yeah. a guy that's 6'8". He can play inside, he can play outside, he can shoot. He's one of the best passers for a big, uh, big men passers in the league. So him, Miritich, and Davis in the front court is going to be absolutely filthy. Um, they uh, they lost. Um, oh, I'm sorry. They added Drew. Oh, they added Alfred Payton to back up Drew Holiday, yeah. which could help um, the bench unit a little bit. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see how um, the team how they respond to the Julius Randle addition. I think him, Miritich, and Davis offer a lot of mismatches yeah. in the front court. And Drew Holiday in the back court is also good because he I mean, he's one of the best point guards in the league. So this is a really deadly team. If they get hot, I think they can honestly they end up like a six seed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, having Anthony Davis makes you a contender. Like yeah. that's how good he is. Yeah. I mean, Drew Randall doesn't like back down to nobody. Like even when he no. was on the Lakers, I mean, he had Kevin Garnett, you know, biggest trash talker, seen his face, you mm-hmm. know, and like that's that's something you want to you kind of want to see. Yeah. Like doesn't back down for yeah, he's, he's still so young too. Yeah. He he's young. Davis is still young, obviously, and people forget how young Anthony Davis is. He's yeah, because so he good. was like, yeah, so good. He was, I mean, so he was like good. a freshman. He was <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> so this team, this team, could, this is one of my sleeper teams. I think if they can pull together, they could be yeah. really good and a yeah. lot of fun to watch. Too. Yeah. And adding Milicic last year really added a whole new dimension to that team that they didn't have before. Um, he was really good for them. Nice. Okay, so that was nine. Number number eight, we got the Blazers. So. CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, those those two teams probably could be flipped. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Um, this is probably like the last time for Damian CJ to try to get something going. Yeah. Um, they've they've been running it back for years now and haven't been able to get past the first or second round. Um, they're probably the not the best backcourt because of Golden State, but yeah. a top three or four backcourt in the NBA. Um, they both reign. They can shoot from anywhere on the court. They're both great offensive players. And they're honestly one of the most fun teams to watch um, in the NBA. Uh, 
Side note, they added Seth Curry to their team, who's one, also one of the best three-point shooters yeah. in the league. So those guys are going to be jacking up threes this season. Um, they have uh, Aminu, Al-Afrique Aminu, I don't know how to say his name. Um, he's a 3 and D that can play at the five. Yeah. That's how athletic he is. Great defender. But their big men are weak. Um, Yusuf Nurkic was bad last year. He was disappointing. And that's really the downfall of their team. They can hit threes, they can shoot, but they have no no one get the, get the boards down low to play any defense. No yeah, room protection. No size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they have a guy from oh, what's his name from Duke? Maybe mm, no. Plumley. Yeah. Well, they the have a I think they do. I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's pretty good actually. The, both the Plumleys are pretty good yeah. actually. Um, that's, but that's besides them. That's their only size. Yeah, they, they have, have no Miles Leonard from U of I. Yeah. And he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big man. He's just not good. Um, but yeah. Hopefully they can get something going. Or else I can see Dame or CJ being yeah. traded I mean, at the end of the season. They've been talking about it. call them them trading. Yep. You know, past. You know, at least last year. At least you know, mm-hmm. always tra- you know trade deadline. Are they going to move them or not? They didn't. But yep. Hope maybe it depends if they're buying or selling at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, they might blow it up. We'll see though. It's It'll an interesting change. team to watch. Yeah. yeah. Number seven of the Spurs. So okay. get this. So for twenty, they're going for their twenty-two consecutive season of going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm twenty-one, so they've been longer. Going longer in the playoffs than I've been alive. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's got to be one of the best statistics yeah. in in sports, um, that consecutive playoff streak. Um, they moved on from Kawhi. Um, they added DeRozan. So now they have Rudy Gay and Demar DeRozan, who just yeah. heave deep two-pointers yeah. and <laughs> chuck up deep twos, which is like every coach's nightmare. Yeah. But when the, the less, when the rest of the league zigs, the Spurs zag, so... I mean, great coaching too. Yeah, yeah who knows? Yeah. They might they might just say, you know what? They're both talented. We'll let them shoot those deep twos. Yeah. Um, has just quietly been a superstar since he's been in yeah. San Antonio. He's been absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Um, yeah. Offensively and defensively. And then lastly, they added um, Jacopo from Toronto in the quiet trade. He was a great bench player. They have Dejounte Murray at point guard, who they love. They think he's going to be really, really good player, yeah. like a special player. And they also have Powell and uh, Marco Bonelli on the bench. So they have some they have some really good teams still. The sad thing is that they could actually miss the playoffs in the yeah, West, which they is probably crazy could, yeah. to think. But That's why the reason why I have them a seven, I mean they probably could be eight, but like just because they've been well coached oh, yeah. in you know, twenty two consecutive years, like I don't see them going out of the playoffs. Yeah, so, they're, they're the hardest team to predict, I think, because yeah. they could be so good and so like they could be so disappointing if you yeah. know just one player gets DeRozan gets injured. Or yeah. Even if DeRozan's just jacking up twos and they're like, oh, this is not working. Yeah. You know, it could just be blown up. But yeah. it's an interesting thing to watch. It'll be a lot of fun to see them play this year um, without Kawhi. Yeah. So interesting. It's a good choice. Number six got the Nuggets. So mm. they got Isaiah Thomas, uh, Djokovic, or was it Joker? The Joker. Yeah. Yeah. This is he my. Is, he's crazy. Jamal Murray, you could just rain threes. Yep. This is Kentucky, my great, yeah. This is my number one league pass <laughs> league pass team to watch. Um, they are my most, I guess you could say, sleeper team this season. Yeah, like you said, they have Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Will Bolton, Paul Millsap, and then Nikola Jokic as their starting five. And that that is a ridiculously good starting five. Then they also have listen to this. They have Isaiah Thomas on the bench, yeah, who scored twenty nine a game just two seasons yeah. ago. Obviously the hips injury, but. Still a start when, he, yeah. when he's healthy. Yeah. They have Michael Porter, who they drafted, who could have literally gone first overall had he not been yeah. injured. They have Trey Lyles and a, one of the Plumbing Brothers on the bench. Um, uh, so this this team could literally, this is like my sleeper team that I yeah. think can make a playoff very, push. Yeah, very exciting, yeah. They play in Colorado, they got a thin air. Yeah. So if they just push the ball, you know, yeah. that offense could be filthy. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Jokic, this is his year to step up and be like the guy. Yeah. I'm excited he to see. He could be, yeah. He could be like a top 10, literally a top 10 player in the NBA. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so he, he's always a, just a blast to watch. But this team's going to be awesome to watch. I'm yeah. pumped to see them play this I'm season. I'm looking forward to it too. Number five of the Thunder. So they got rid of Melo. They got Paul George back. You know, Russell Westbrook had a big, big party saying, you know, he's not leaving. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Like, just Russell Westbrook, he's the highest of highs and lowest of lows. Mm-hmm. You can't be mad at him because he makes crazy, like, you know, he's, like, good, but then he can be really, really good or really, really bad, and it's just really tough to watch. Yeah, yeah he can win you a game and shoot you out of a game yeah. at the same yeah. time. Uh, I'm really worried about how he ages, being a super freak athlete who is hitting 30 soon yeah. and is already having injury issues. Um, I, I'm a little bit afraid to see how his knees hold up as he goes into his 30s. Um, the window is so small, but I, yeah. I will say on a positive note, Stephen Adams is one of the most underrated big men in the league. Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah, like he gets, gets hella rebounds. He gets just yeah. plays great rim protection. And yeah. Like people great just point. don't score yeah. on him in the rim. Yeah, um, in the paint, and he's fun to watch. Um, Schroeder, I'm interested to see how he's going to fit in with Russell Westbrook because yeah. Dennis Schroeder came over from Atlanta and he's yeah. also very ball dominant. So I just have a feeling that's not going to work well. Yeah, probably not, no. <laughs> but, but we'll see. They've, they still have some talent. Melo's finally gone. He was a disaster. Though. Oh, yeah. Stephen Adams and Westbrook and Paul George are a great three guys to build around. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, number four, my favorite team in the league, the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, got the best player in the world, LeBron James. And then very similar average players. They got uh, Rondo. They got uh, – what else they get? Uh, yeah, Kuzma. Kuzma. Yeah, Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaq and a Fool, great. Uh, <laughs> JaVale. JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee is literally a Shaq and a Fool, great. Yeah. 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 They had a beef. I, this team, um, I think Brandon Ingram's going to be an all-star yeah. someday. Maybe, I don't know if that's two years from now, three years from now. Or he's the, the only guy who can shoot in the team, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. and he's good. Yeah. He was comp to um, Durant when he came into the league. Yeah. And I he think was just he, so skinny that like everyone was bullying around. But yep. once he got, you know, ate some food and got in the weight room, I mean, he could, <laughs> I mean, he was like, he yeah. was like 17. He got like tats all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, get some more experience in the league. He, he's going to be really good. I yeah. think he could be like a Danny Granger type where he just puts up points. Yeah. He's like that three and D, well, not really a D, but th- a three point, um, three guys, spread the floor, put it on the ground. He can score it well. Obviously, LeBron, LeBron's going to make all these guys better. Yeah. And that's what I think people are just not remembering, that when LeBron gets on the court, that gets everyone else that much more open, yeah. makes them that much better, that many more backdoor cuts. Well, everyone's locked on the LeBron. Exactly. The whole defense has collapsed yeah. a little bit yeah. more into the paint. Yeah. Um, I think Lonzo will take a step forward this year. He takes yeah. his jump shot. I think Lonzo, I still think he's going to be a good player. His, his IQ is off the charts. When he has the ball, something's going to happen. Yeah. So when him and LeBron James are on the court, there's going to be some showtime going on. Yeah. Two of the best right. passers in the league. Um, oh, yeah. I, th- I still think Rondo's good. I think Rondo's a good player, and he's a great influence on the young guys. Um, him good and LeBron. experience, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, him and LeBron are going to be great. And uh, who's the guy who blew in LeBron's face in the Pacers? Oh, my God. Oh, they have Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson. Oh, he's on. Oh, God. And they literally he took- got kicked out in a preseason game. That's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. I actually didn't even hear that. That's pretty impressive. Dude, I'm telling you, they took all the goons and just put them on. Like, everyone LeBron didn't want to play. Rondo, <laughs> McGee. Lance Stevenson, they just threw them all in the yes. seat. He's like, get yes. these guys because I don't want to deal with them. They're just annoying. They're good at what they do. I want them. Yeah. And obviously, if LeBron talks, the management listens. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be a 
just a I'm exciting team. Yeah. Showtime Lakers, I hope. Oh my so. God, yeah, that's the league pass. I'm going to yeah watch every single game until like 1 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard that some GMs thought that they were going to miss the playoffs, and that surprised me. No, there's no way. I think if you have LeBron, you're in the playoffs, yeah. no matter I don't care. You could be the Kings. You're gonna if LeBron's on the Kings, you're gonna at least make the eight eight or nine. If you replace, that's so true. If you replace, I don't know, Scalabasio with LeBron James, they're literally a playoff team. That's how good he is. That's crazy. Yeah, Um, best player in the generation, probably of all time. So we'll see how they tone out this season. Love to watch Lakers. Yeah, I like that choice Uh, though. Number three, Utah Jazz. Yes, Jonathan Mitchell, uh, Gobert, Grayson Allen, another dude great. Yeah. Oh my God, just this team. Jonathan Mitchell is just so good, dude. He's, he's, I don't know how to say it. He's just really good. I'm so glad you put them at three because I actually had them at three as well, and most people don't. But this defense is one of the greatest defenses in NBA history. Statistically, like when Rudy Gobert is on the court. The plus minus is like, I don't remember the exact number. It was like eight points higher because yeah. no one can score on them. Yeah. Um, the starting lineup is Rubio, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Derek Favors, and Rudy Gobert. And that yeah. starting five, they're big, they're physical, and they, they stop people. Yeah. Um, Rubio turned them into a team that could push the ball. Um, before that, they had nobody that could really get the ball up court and really run the offense. Um, and like you said, um, Donovan Mitchell, wow, that dude. Uh, when when um, Chris Paul tells you that you need to leave college early, which he did. Yeah. He played Mitchell like one-on-one in a scrimmage, and he said, dude, you need to leave college and get in the league. Yeah. That's when you know you're good. Because yeah. Chris Paul's a bad dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this Should team... Should have won uh, you know, Rookie of the rookie Year. Of the, I agree so yeah. You're not a rookie if you're Ben Simmons. I love yeah. Ben Simmons, but he wasn't a rookie. Yeah. Um, love the Adidas, like rookie, first year in the yeah. league. Yeah. yeah. Don Mitchell's a study. He's fun to watch. This team is awesome. This is one of my favorite teams to watch. Um, and Loki, those City Edition jerseys, I don't know if you know them. They're like no. the red. Yeah, orange. it's like the, yeah. It's like a mountain. Yeah, yeah. It's my favorite uniform of all time. A, I kind of liked it, but I'm growing accustomed to it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when I saw it. I didn't it, like it, but now I'm, I kind of like it, yeah. A lot of people, it's kind of crazy. It's a love-hate. A lot of yeah. people, the court was sick. They made it like a mountain. I yeah. um, highly recommend Googling it. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad you had them at three because they're my three yeah. team too, and that's a three. great take. I love it. Uh, number two, Rockets. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they got Melo, CP3, Harden. I mean, the only thing like this team can do so well. I mean, they had the Warriors beat. Mm-hmm. All they had to do was like hit like four or five more threes, yep. and either was it game six, or game seven? No, it was game six. six. No, it was game seven. 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 They literally seven. they went twenty two. <laughs> they went zero for twenty two. They or not zero for twenty two, but like with like I think it was like. Eight minutes left or something like that. They, they missed twenty-two threes. Mm-hmm. They couldn't water up a boat. Um, that was just crazy. Just utter collapse. Yeah. Crazy note here that people I didn't realize this until I heard it last week. Their window is smaller than people think. So Chris Paul turns thirty-four this season. Yeah. Which is pretty old. And James Harden turns thirty. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that either. Yeah. So the window is actually slowly creeping on us. We don't even realize it. Um, P.J. Tucker and Eric Gordon, two really good pieces that they have. P.J. Tucker was obviously huge in the playoffs, and Eric Gordon spreads the floor. And then they gave Clint Capella a new deal. Um, he's still young. He's a great yeah. five. Really good big man. Yeah. Rim roller, rim protector, just what every team needs, basically. He's the guy. Um, but yeah, they're obviously the two seed um, going into the season. They should be fun to watch. They, they, I will say... The way they play basketball, a lot of people hate it. Yes. Because they just chuck up threes. Literally, it's how many threes we can make. Yeah, yeah. Like statistically. And not play any defense or play little defense. 
the and easy, shoot more threes. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the easiest way that I heard it's the GM, a layup or a three point. Yes, yes. Dylan Moore. He broke yes. it down, and his reasoning was, well, what's better, is shooting fifty percent from two, which would be ten points, if you took um, ten twos, yeah, or forty percent from three, which would be twelve points, yeah, if you took ten threes. So I was like, okay, that's the most that basic math, way to think yeah. about it, but it's it's so genius at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next one is everyone's favorite teams, mm-hmm. like no, the Warriors. So they still got better with Demarcus Cousins. I mean, they got KD, they got um, Curry. I mean, you know, everyone. They, I don't know. Yeah, this is the team that literally ruined the NBA. Yeah. Um, they added Demarcus Cousins. So like, they when you just add a top twenty player because you can at the mid level exception, like they did for five yeah. million dollars. That's crazy. The rest of the league just was like, dude, come on. This is not fair. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, Collusion. It literally like at some point, I think people are gonna like they, they always don't get like frustrated because yeah. there's just no one that's gonna beat these guys. And I no. hate saying that, but and I'm not one that's like usually throws in the towel, but this one is just like. I mean, pretty on, much this t- this could be an all star team. This yeah, these yes. five players yes. could be. An yeah, they have been on an all star team and probably could. I mean, the, with the, the with the drafting, it'd be like last year it was Curry and LeBron, but still, if it was East West, these five could be. It could be just the Warriors. First all stars. Yeah, that's what it, it should. Yeah, and they're all the primes. All yeah. of them are in the prime of their <laughs> career, which is like, come on, you have potentially. I don't know if Demarcus Cousins will be a Hall of Famer, but to potentially five Hall of Famers, yeah. if, you know, they all play with the rest of their careers pretty well. And Andre Iguodala, who's probably a Hall, maybe a Hall of Famer. Yeah, um, probably. Yeah. And Steve Kerr is a Hall of Fame coach. It's like, come on, and, this is not fair. <laughs> yeah, and it's like he's been coaching for like just the Warriors in mm-hmm. this, you know, this dynasty, if you want to call it. Yeah. Basically, what they did was they replaced JaVale McGee with Demarcus Cousins. Yeah. That's scary to think about. Yeah. They got they got better. Yeah. yeah they got, the team that no anything. one thought could get better. Got better. Yeah. Yeah. So it sucks. But hopefully someone gives them a run for their money. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll get knocked off by Houston. Like hopefully. you said, they will. Maybe the Lakers. LeBron. Yeah. They maybe. Know. You never know. Maybe the Lakers are hot and they add some with the deadline. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? There's, there's a couple possibilities in the West. But maybe Boston could beat them. I don't think so. But. I doubt it. Even though they so. have a stack lineup, they do but, too, but I mean, probably. I mean, I don't know what Vegas, Vegas says. I think it Warriors, uh, Celtics, but okay. I don't know. It's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. well, this is the last season though of the Golden State because um, Clay Thompson's on a contract. Yeah. So thankfully, this should be Curry the last. On a contract? No, I don't think he Curry's, is. I don't think he is. Maybe next year. But I know for sure Clay is. So Didn't he should Durant leave. have a one year Durant option? Durant is too. Yeah. yeah. So they're both contracts, so maybe this will be the last year. Let's hope so, because I'm sick of this. Yeah, I love the NBA, but it's like, what's the point of watching the regular yeah. season? When Their luxury tax is unreal. It's like <laughs> so much. And they don't even care, because they're just like, yeah. well, we live in Silicon Valley. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we can pay it. Yeah. Our like owners are like, you know, Microsoft guys. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to propose something really quickly. I know we're running out of time, but get rid of the salary cap. And let yeah. players be paid anything. Because yeah. imagine, it, listen to, the, listen to this. Yeah, imagine if LeBron can make seventy million a year. Yes, the rest he's of the team would it. be. Yeah, he's worth seventy million a year. Yes. So imagine if he could do be paid that, and then they have to fill out the rest of the losses with just crappy players. That would make a more fair league. So imagine if Golden State could pay Durant seventy million and Curry sixty million a year. They're not going to afford Clay, Demarcus, and well, I guess Demarcus, but Clay, Demarcus, Draymond, Andre. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my proposal. I mean, LeBron put LeBron. I mean, they did the math. He's five hundred million dollars to Cleveland's uh, economy. Exactly. That's half a billion dollars. Yeah. Yes. Where's that chunk? <laughs> it's just thirty million. 
<laughs> salary. Least, yeah. Plus, I mean, endorsements and yeah. stuff like that. But still. That, that's the way to make the league more fair. And <laughs> right now, crazy, yeah. they're only paid 35 mil a piece only, but you get the point. Yeah. When you have five guys that get paid that much, you can afford it. Yeah. That's the biggest problem right now. It's just turning so into league it. League minimum. That's, yep. Yeah. That's what uh, Cousins is doing, yeah. Yeah. It's disappointing. It's disappointing, but, but I mean. Yeah, it's yeah, the should Western be interesting. Conference. Western Hopefully. Conference. Hopefully, yeah, we'll we'll see. You know, season starts on Wednesday, mm-hmm. so uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, same here. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming back on the pod. Absolutely, love being on. Feel free, uh, invite me anytime back. Oh, yeah, we'll do. We'll do. Love to be back on. Awesome. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, no problem. Let's hear what you guys find interested in sports. You can involved in this next podcast by following us on Instagram at Hot Takes Jack. And looking at our stories question sticker and downloading the Anchor app free on Android or iOS and go to my Anchor account. On the top right, we'll see a button called send a voice message. Tap that button and hit the road record button at the bottom of the screen as we tap because you want to talk on the podcast. Okay, so the first hot take was by Hayden Loda. He says, will Walt Anderson get suspended by the NFL? There were no holding penalties called by the... Dolphins offense. I mean, this is pretty crazy. I mean, it just seems like watching a game that Mac was just getting held. Just there, the reason why they were working to the quarterback is because they were getting held. I mean, I, I don't know. Kind of think the NFL is rigged, but uh, it was just crazy. Just a lot of controversial calls. Could could go either way, but uh, I mean, can't blame on the refs. Um, the Bears had many opportunities. Literally, we would not be talking about this if Cody Parkey hit a. Hit a field goal, but he missed it. So hopefully we see something by the NFL. But I don't think he will get suspended. I think the NFL will issue a statement about the game, but no no suspension. Next hot take is by Matt Morales. He says, are the Cowboys back? I mean, I honestly think they're back. I mean, they look really good. I mean, Jaguars, pretty good offensive team uh, and defensive team. And they, they stopped them. Uh, Jalen Ramsey was just frustrated with, uh, what he was seeing out there and he was talking a lot of crap a lot of quarterbacks but uh i mean yeah they they pretty much blew them out they 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 showed that they're legit and they're a great team so i think they're back hopefully i think i mean that division is all up in the air i mean i don't know about the eagles uh definitely redskins are always really good uh they're doing good right now and the giants are just absolute crap with eli manning yes saquon barkley is good Odell's good, but Eli Manning just sucks. So hopefully they can, you know, fight for the division. I think that they have a good chance just going up against the Redskins. So looking forward to that. So, yeah, yeah. so that's our show. Please subscribe and rate my podcast wherever you listen to podcasts because that does help me. Also, Hot Takes with Jack is always free, but if you want to support the podcast, click the link in the description to help me out a little bit. All right, awesome. Uh, thank you, guys. See you guys next Monday. Love you guys. Yeah.